So what's going to happen with Indiana basketball, Mike Woodson? How is this offseason going to transpire given that this team's only got five games left and has really shown no ability to beat anybody that they should, <laughs> nor have they shown an ability to beat anybody that they shouldn't? You know, this is just not a good team right now. They don't shoot it well. They don't function well. They don't seem to care at the level of a team playing for something. Are they playing for their coach? That's a good question. We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about IU basketball and the chances that Mike Woodson returns for yet another year. We're also going to talk about the Colts. Chris Ballard, Shane Steichen, they're both going to talk next Wednesday at the NFL Scouting Combine in downtown Indianapolis. What are they not going to say? And that's pretty easy to predict with Chris Ballard because we've been down this road seven previous times with Chris Ballard. We got a pretty good idea what he's going to say. Now, sometimes he says things that you can take to the bank. He can get honest in these scouting combine talks, talking about targets for the draft. I mean, he tells us again and again and again that they're going to build from the inside out, that that's going to be on his gravestone. You know what? He's usually telling us the truth. I mean, that's that's the way he goes about putting together this roster. So as, as the Colts look ahead to free agency, they look ahead to signing their own pending free agents. They look ahead to uh, the decision to franchise or not uh, a wide receiver like Michael Pittman Jr. You know what? I think on Wednesday we're going to hear things from Chris Ballard that you can tuck into your pocket and be confident will happen. But there are also things that he absolutely will not say. We'll talk about three of those. Last night... Indiana's women's basketball team showed that basketball can be fun at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, that it can be fun to go to a game, and you don't just sit and think, what the hell is this? And it was wonderful. Had a great time watching that game on Peacock last night. It was awesome, as Indiana completely disemboweled the fighting Caitlin Clarks and the Iowa Hawkeyes. Awesome. Great performance. Really, really fun to watch basketball again instead of sit in frustration, watch to the end because that's what you're supposed to do as an Indiana fan. This is Breakfast with Kent for Friday, February 23rd, 2024, brought to you by the great people at my bookie. Look, you use promo code Kent. My promo code is available to you. You can experience the thrill of back in your favorite team, hundreds of player props, the allure of my bookie's casino, and look, you get a 50% bonus on your first deposit with that promo code KENT. That's promo code KENT, cash out, win, let it ride, let's go, my bookie, bet and play absolutely anything, anytime, anywhere, only with my bookie. Want to make sure that you subscribe to the channel, a lot of new subscribers last couple of days, that's kind of cool. Hit the like button. Hit the, uh, you, you've got that button where when I go live, it's a little bell icon. I go live, you get an alert. That, extremely helpful, especially at about 6.45 in the morning. Like I said, like button. You want to make a donation, make a donation. Very nice thing for you to do. And I want to thank everybody who sent birthday greetings yesterday. It, it was, it's really, it's one of the really nice parts uh, of celebrating a birthday. I just really enjoyed reading all the birthday greetings. Very, very nice.
It's like having a big chorus of people sing to you, happy birthday. Very, very nice. Thank you very much. And if you uh, make a comment with your donation, we will read it, share it with the class. Edward Johnson just did that. Shout out to Bob Sanders, one of my favorite Colts, whose birthday is tomorrow. Awesome. Bob Sanders and Booger McFarlane. People say, oh, the defense for the 2006 Super Bowl champion Colts sucked. And they look at that Jaguars game where Maurice Jones-Drew is still running. I think it was him. Still running for the Jaguars. I mean, Bob Kravitz wrote, and, and he was so good. He, he said that the only thing that got in the way of Maurice Jones-Drew setting the all-time NFL rushing record that day was the end zone. Without the end zone, he'd run for a mile and a half, and he would have. But the signing of Booger McFarlane and the, the health in the postseason of Bob Sanders made that defense really, really good. All right. Thank you for that. Good reminder about Bob Sanders and, and his birthday. Let's talk about Mike Woodson and the future of Mike Woodson as the head coach at Indiana. Indiana with five games left this season, two of them at home, three of them on the road. Indiana, they got no chance at the NCAA tournament at this point, zero. So six and nine is not going to get there. And from six and nine, you are not getting to 11 and nine, uh, period. You can't shoot. You don't defend. You're not connected. Uh, this team's got major problems. The problem with Indiana and the problem that really puts uh, Mike Woodson potentially in the crosshairs of Scott Dolson is the malaise the atrophy of the fan base emotionally. They are emotionally atrophied as it pertains to the Indiana Hoosiers. People are not tuning in. People just don't care. People are leaving the game early. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. People aren't showing up. And that shows a, a diminishing return on investment for the brand and a diminishing return with Mike Woodson that might be addressed. I thought Tom Allen was going to get another year. And Scott Dolson chose to make the move and hire Kurt Signetti. I think the thing, this is, this is the variable that uh, Indiana will either act on or not. And that's the availability of exactly the person that Scott Dolson wants in that position. If there's somebody that he covets and somebody he can go get, he's going to move on Mike Woodson. If not, Mike Woodson gets another year. That's the thing. It's not about Mike Woodson, and it's not about the performance of this team. It's about the availability of a person, a specific person, that Scott Dolson can go target, get, and re replace Mike Woodson with. That's the key in this deal. They got Penn State tomorrow at noon. They didn't handle Penn State at home on the road. You know what? Seems like a long shot. Seems like the guys are playing out the string, that they're not terribly interested. They're not invested in the uh, the per in their own performance or the result on the court. And that's a bet. You want evidence of that? 
look at Malik Renew and the fouls. All right, over the last six games, he's committed 28 fouls. The last six games where he's played more than three minutes, 20, 28 fouls. That's fouling out four times and committing four fouls uh, twice. And, and prior to that, didn't really have that trouble. There, there's a reason for that. There, there's a reason for all of a sudden taking leave of your senses and playing basketball poorly. Uh, guys not making shots. That's that. There's a lot going on there. That's not necessarily a matter of want to. That's just nobody's working with these guys, evidently, on shooting, at least not in a way, or they're not being recruited for their ability to shoot. This is not a good shooting team. These are not good shooting players. And they don't, what they run is really, really elementary. The defense they play, I think, is borderline stupid. And, and so, you know what? And, and I'm not talking about the individuals being intellectually bereft. All right. I'm talking about uh, a lack of connectivity and the scheme just being sort of dumb, easy to attack. And evidence of that is the offensive efficiency of the opponents of Indiana basketball as we get to the end of what has been an exceptionally painful season to watch. So three years, this is year three, kind of moving in to Mike Woodson and Mike Woodson guys, whatever the hell that means, you know, Trace Jackson Davis, Trace Thompson, all those guys gone. Uh, a lot of the Archie Miller guys gone, the recruiting successes that he had, and and you're left with a bunch of guys who really don't seem to like each other very much on the basketball court, and guys who frankly are making bad, if I hear about it from people who know and people who've seen it, bad decisions being made by Indiana basketball players during the season socially, you can bet that Dolson's hearing about it, Woodson's hearing about it, you would hope. Uh, let's talk about, um, yeah, this is just passionless and miserable, isn't it? Let's talk about Chris Ballard, Shane Steichen. Found out from the Colts yesterday that they are going to talk on Wednesday. Ballard's going to talk at 1.30 from the Combine. Steichen's going to talk at 3.30. Um, what three things we would love to hear from Chris Ballard but are not going to hear? We need to get faster. That's one thing. We're never going to hear that from Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard does not value speed at the top of his list of priorities in player development or player evaluation. It's not speed that gets it done with Chris Ballard at any position. Not at wide receiver, not at cornerback, not at safety, not at linebacker. It's not about speed for Chris Ballard. I think it should be primarily about speed. That ought to be the top of the top of the chart where it comes to evaluation and traits. Uh, going to franchise Pittman. I'd like to hear Ballard say that, but I don't think we're going to say that. He's not going to announce, uh, you know, hey, we're going to franchise Michael Pittman Jr. to the media before that deal gets done and we find out in a press release or something else. The, the Colts need to keep Pittman. 111 catches for over 1,100 yards. With Alec Pierce, Josh Downs, and Ashton Doolin, as your kind of three remaining wide receivers. You want to let Michael Pittman Jr. go? You want to put yourself in that box? I don't think that you do. I think they're going to franchise him. And the third thing is uh, going, we're going to be aggressive 
in free agency. We're pushing our chips into the middle of the table. Not only is Chris Ballard never going to say that, even if he planned on doing it, he's never going to do it because he's never done it. If you've got seven off seasons by which to judge the tactics of a general manager, and in all seven of those seasons, there's really no aggression in terms of free agency, you know what? I think you know the DNA of the leader you're talking about, the executive you're talking about, and the DNA of Chris Ballard is that they're going to they're gonna spend this much. They're going to wait until week two when all the dumb money's out of the market, and they're going to go in and scoop guys up at value or a bargain. They're going to try to buy brand-name clothing at TJ Maxx. That's what they're going to try to do. How's that work for you? Sometimes you got to go to Nordstrom. Sometimes you got to go to Saks Fifth Avenue to get the brand name clothing. You've got to overspend. You want Gucci shoes, you're going to spend $600. You know, if you want knockoffs, if you want uh, radials, which my dad bought me when I was a kid, they had like tire treads on the soles, not fashionable shoes. <laughs> he bought them at the A&B for 50 cents a pair. You know, that you get what you spend. You know, what you spend, you're going to get. And that's the way it works. Um, those are the three things we're not going to hear from Ballard and Steichen next Wednesday. I'm looking forward to hearing from them, though. A lot of times, Ballard will tell you things if you know when to listen. He's going to tell you what he's going to do in the draft. He's going to tell you what he's going to do in free agency. Going to be interesting on Wednesday afternoon. The IU women, they were just fun as hell last night. How much fun was it to watch Indiana beat Iowa 86-69 completely, uh, like, dominate Caitlin Clark and the Hawkeyes? It was awesome. Caitlin Clark, by the way, nearly a triple-double. She was very, very good. 24, 10, and 9. That's a great night for most. For Caitlin Clark, people are saying, oh, Indiana held her at bay. All right. I want to see her in an Indiana fever jersey. And I want to see Indiana play against Iowa again in the Big Ten tournament because it's just that much fun. Sarah Scalia with 25 last night. She was terrific. Mackenzie Holmes with 24. She was terrific. Sydney Parrish with kind of an under-the-radar seven. Six of them came on back-to-back -back possessions where she went bombs away. And she removed all doubt that Indiana was going to win this game. They went from up 10 to up 16 because of Sydney's bam, bam threes. That's what she does. All of a sudden, you turn your back and, whoops, instead of being up 5, you're up 11, or instead of being up 10, you're up 16, and the game is over. Sydney Parrish, key last night to Indiana's win. Uh, Purdue destroyed Rutgers last night. Wasn't it fun, though, if you watched on Peacock? Wasn't it fun to see Indiana and Assembly Hall rocking and rolling a little bit instead of people all pensive, you know, looking at Mike Woodson like, hey, what the hell have we got here? That was really a good time last night. Uh, Purdue destroyed Rutgers 96-68. Uh, you knew somebody was going to pay for the upset win by Ohio State over the Boilermakers. Um, Indiana players, they watched this game. And they watched these guys, Rutgers and Purdue, combined to hit 35 of 40 free throws. Indiana players watched the free throw shooting of these two teams like they were watching Red Panda at halftime. 
How in the world did she get all those bowls to land on her head? That's how it, seven, 35 of 40 free throws. Holy crap. That's unbelievable. Did you see them make all those free throws? My God, the, the 35, that's almost 90%. That's impossible. That's like Newman. Indiana with free throws is like Newman on Seinfeld with delivery of the mail. You break the 70% threshold and, you know. Uh, Pacers won last night against Detroit at Cambridge Fieldhouse, 129-115. They hit uh, 84.2% of their free throws. What? How in the world do you hit 84.2% of your free throws? They hit 53.2% of their field goals. Wow. Shooting. I, 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 Trey Galloway was sitting watching this game at Mackey Arena. He wasn't at Mackey Arena. He was watching a game. And said, so are, are, are the rims bigger? Do, are they shooting into a bucket this big? How are they making all these free throws? Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? By the way, thank you again for all the birthday wishes yesterday. Very, very nice of everybody. Dave Griffith, happy birthday. Grant Afseth, happy birthday. Carol Howard, Nick Anthony, Nikki McGatchy, happy birthday. Jessica Head Strickland, happy birthday. Tom Lang, Dick Summer, happy birthday. And David Castile. My Aunt Lois's birthday would have been today. She recently passed away over the last couple of years. We miss Aunt Lois. Uh, her birthday, February 23rd, so... And tomorrow's the anniversary, 44th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice gold medal game, which was awesome. If you, if you weren't alive then and you don't remember it, you can't understand the cultural importance of that moment. That was spectacular sports and spectacular sports casting by Al Michael and Ken Dryden. They were awesome in describing. Nobody knew that the U.S. Olympic, Olympic hockey team had this in them to win the gold medal and to beat the Soviet Union, for God's sake, those guys did such a good job, great job of bringing that event to us. Spectacular broadcasting, time capsule type broadcasting. So Friday, have a great Friday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment or by doing the windmill as invented by the great Scott Rocker Meddy. I'm going to windmill for a couple of minutes, and I'm going to be on the radio on WGCLradio.com online, or if you're in the Bloomington area, 1370 AM, 98.7 FM.